Amen. 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 Um, Richard and I are just going to uh, share some things with you in a few moments. So um, I'm going to be uh, talking to you about uh, some things to do with the Old Testament, and then Richard's going to be uh, speaking about some things in the New Testament. And when we're thinking about the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God was there in the beginning. And uh, we know the very famous story of Genesis chapter 1 and the creation. And there was something I've been thinking about sort of this week. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. There was nothing there. It's a miracle that we understand as Christians that God was there in the beginning, in that nothingness. There's a lovely word called ex nihilo, where God creates something from nothing. Um, and I, I'm just staggered at that, just that one thought, that God created something from nothing. Now, I was just reading on in Genesis chapter 1 and 2, because we have two accounts of the creation story. There's a repetition, and some of you will know what's coming. Are we going to be saying, oh, he's going to talk about the days of creation? Well, I'm not. But what I want to talk to you about, and just to sow a seed of just a simple thought from Genesis chapter 1, it says, and God said... In verse 6, in chapter 1, it says, And God said. And we've been thinking about the breath of God. And I've been thinking about breathing, and from what Diane was saying earlier on, about the breath of God. God spoke things into being from nothing. Now, I don't know about you, but I've got seven days in the week. Who has not got seven days in the week? All right, so um, here's a thought for you. God's word, he says it seven times. How cool is that? So God says something for us for every day. So God is speaking 24-7 into the creation of the world when it first began. And God still wants, still wants to speak to us seven days a week. Just going to leave that simple thought with you. Moving on to Genesis chapter 2. And verse 7, and it says here, And the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. Now, I don't know how you are on your Greek and your Hebrew. Um, are you familiar with the word ruch? Spirit. Fantastic. How do you pronounce it, Joe? Ruach. Oh, lovely. Right, we're going to have a real teacher now. Teaching moment. Right. Okay. Ruach. Is that right or not? Just help me out. Is that right? Okay. So can we all say Ruach? Okay, after three. One, two, three. Ruach. Is that all right, Joe? Sure. Okay. Just testing it out. So, the breath of God. Now, what animates me? Now, Diane is going to say, when I'm asleep, I'm fine. You know, but I've often said to my students, and I probably won't do this, but I will just for fun because it's an all-age service. Okay, I'm gonna do this gently, by the way. Okay, just because of where I am. Okay. Oh, dear. Excuse me, Richard. Oh dear. Right. Okay. 
Now, when I was in a classroom a few years ago, what I used to do with the students is I used to pretend that I was dead. Now, obviously, I wouldn't do that in a church because, you know, that wouldn't be the right thing to do. I then would say to them, right, now I'm dead. I want you to try and find Mr. Forsyth. And they'd be very puzzled because I'd be on the floor. And when I was very dramatic, I used to sort of sit there emotionless. And some child once said, Mr. Forsyth, no, 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 you've died. I said, no, I'm okay, I'm fine, I'm fine. So, but anyway, you get the point. So... There's something, I'm going to have to get up gently because I can't do it anymore now. Um, but there's something in us that animates us. I don't know if you watch cartoons these days, I don't know, or your grandchildren or children watch cartoons, and they're all animated and they're brilliant. But there's something that brings them to life, and that's what God does. He breathes life into us so that we can live for him through his Holy Spirit, and as we look back to Pentecost, and thank God, not just for Pentecost, because Richard's going to be talking about the New Testament, but looking back through the Old Testament, God has spoken through the prophets by his Spirit, but yet he was there in the beginning speaking God's word. Wow. Okay, um, well, I wonder when you last saw a miracle. I wonder when you last saw a miracle. Um, who watched the Royal Wedding yesterday? Okay, you saw a most amazing miracle, probably the greatest miracle I think I've seen in my life, where someone took an opportunity to speak to almost two million people with a clear message of God. And he said the very words that it said on that screen that Peter said, which were, and I wrote it down somewhere just now as he said it, but I can't find it where I wrote it down. But he said, basically, Jesus died for your sins and he loves you and he wants you to follow him. And that was a huge miracle. And if you haven't seen that sermon by Right Reverend uh, Michael Kenny, Bishop of New York, I think, or Curry, sorry. And if you haven't seen it, watch it. And if you have watched it, watch it again, because you'll be more amazed the second time. And I watched that in growing amazement as I watched it. And tears were falling down my face, actually, by the end of it, because I just saw a miracle. And he was speaking all about fire. And he was speaking about love. And it's interesting how the Bible links love and fire all the time. And when you start to think about that. And we're going to talk a little bit about the power of love and love being like a flame. So let's think a little bit more about that and why the Spirit 
came to the disciples on that first Pentecost as fire. Now, fire is a very powerful thing, and it's a very interesting thing. Here is some wood. Okay, just going to light my candle because I just want a heat source here. Okay. So here is wood, and if you were thinking about this, you'd think, now, what is wood? And how does wood get to be wood, and how does wood grow? And you'd start to think, well, it's all about nutrients, But then you start to think about, you think back to your biology lessons and you think about that wonderful process of photosynthesis uh, where sunlight and and carbon dioxide via the catalyst of chlorophyll is transformed into, um, I was meant to look up this uh, uh, equation as I can't quite remember it, but it's transformed into energy and and that whole power of the sun is contained in here but it has to be released. So let's think about how it can be released. It needs uh, something that's going to release it. And what releases it is heat. So let's just apply a little bit of heat to this. And there we are. Just as I put the, don't, I'm not touching the flame. I'm just putting it near the heat. And that can flare up. And light can come, but particularly heat can come. So we can release that energy. It is full of trapped energy, and we can release it. Now, powerful, uh, that powerful sunlight is released. So God's spirit is in us in the same way as that pent-up energy is in there if we say yes to Jesus. Okay, so we need to be saying yes to Jesus. And we need to be reminding ourselves all the time that God's spirit is in us. But we need to set it free by just saying yes to Jesus and following him. Now, the amazing thing is that as we do that, as we say yes to Jesus, then that spirit in us can light the spirit of others. Now I've got a really good bonfire because I've got sort of like about six or seven bits of wood here. And let's see what sort of bonfire we can get going with this. Okay. And again, not touching the flame, but here we are now. Now lots and lots and lots more energy is released as that is shared to other people, as the yes in us can be shared to other people. Because Jesus said to his disciples before he left them, go into all the world and spread the gospel to everyone, baptizing them and teaching them, and remember that I'm with you always. But it was through the Holy Spirit that he was going to be with them. So that's what Jesus said. Now they had the power to do all this. Before they were frightened, they were scared, and they didn't know what was happening Then the power came upon them and they threw open those windows and Peter spoke to to them and said, Jesus died for your sins. Come to him, learn about his love. And then we don't keep that all to ourselves, but it's our job to channel it out to other people. The New Testament is full of people who said yes to Jesus and just about the the sort of greatest one there, right at the very beginning of the Gospels, is when that angel came to Mary and said, you're going to do an amazing job for God. 
and have a baby that is going to be God's son. And then she was, uh, as she was filled and totally filled by the Holy Spirit, she said those amazing words, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God my saviour. Mary was ready to say yes and we need to say yes to God this morning, yes to his Holy Spirit filling us and flooding us so that we can give all of that power and love and flame out to others. Now use that miracle that we had through that royal wedding to speak to other people. Say, did you hear that? What did you think of that sermon? You know, they were interviewing all sorts of odd people on one particular bit of television I watched. And I said, wow, yeah, it was great. And, you know, and people were really... And we sort of said, oh, gosh, Princess Beatrice, she's really listening to that very well. And David Beckham's smiling. Yeah, that's good, you know. Uh, so use that miracle to be part of spreading that miracle wider. We're going to sing, I will offer up myself in spirit and truth. I will offer up my life in spirit and truth, pouring out the oil of love as my worship to you. In surrender I must give my every part. Lord, receive the sacrifice of a broken heart. What can I give? What can I bring to so faithful a friend, to so loving a king? Savior, what can be said? What can be sung as the praise of your name for the things you have done? Oh, my words could not tell, not even in part. Deserve my every breath, for you paid the great cost, giving up your life to death, even death on a cross. You took all my shame away, thus defeated my sin, opened up the gates of heaven, and have beckoned me in. Jesus, what can I give? What can I? To so faithful a friend, to so loving a king, Savior, what can be said, what can be sung, as a praise of your name, for the things you have done, oh, my words could not tell, not even in part of the death of love by this thankful heart. Slightly differently today. I wonder if the people who are going to be taking part in this could come and stand um, up here. 
If Mies, you stand at that end. And Val, I wonder whether I could borrow you, because um, neither John um, nor clearly Peter Counter were able to come today. And I wonder whether I could give you something to read. Um, to get a feeling of that day, I lost my important bit of paper I was going to give to Val. Can you look through and find the Lord's Prayer in French? Thank you. We're going to get a feel of what it was like um, that day when everyone was talking in language, when, when the disciples, when the Christians were talking in languages that were not known to them, um, but were known were recognized by people. Hey, that's my language. I understand that. And today we have represented here um, several different languages, and, uh, and they are going to read, say their parts of the Lord's Prayer. In different languages, you may recognize some. Shall I just tell you what they're going to be? This is going to be French, Hebrew, Japanese. Lost the German, so English. So you would have been all right. You would have heard it in your language. This is Bemba from Mechanics for Africa. This is Fred, uh, who is the uh, site manager, and he's speaking in Bemba. And in Dutch. And Mies will, at the end, give us an opportunity to join together to say amen. Okay? And I'm going to pass the microphone, everyone. Okay. So the Lord's Prayer. Okay. Notre Pierre. Notre Pierre qui est aux cieux. Que ton nom soit sanctifié. Mi kuniga kimasioni, mi kokoroga tenni okonaware ruto, tinimo okonaware ramasioni. Ten lanoayom et lechem min haaretz. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Want van u is de kracht, van u is het koninkrijk, de kracht en de heerlijkheid tot in eeuwigheid. Together? Amen. Thank you so much. We're part of a world where we all speak a different language. In many countries, we speak different languages, but he is God, God of our world. And thank you for those people for doing that so beautifully, reminding, of that today, reminding us of that today. And now um, I'm going to say a prayer of confession, and then Christine is going to lead us in prayers of intercession. Let us pray. We confess that we fail to trust as we ought. We lose our way in our confusion, losing sight of your reassuring hand, losing vision for all we should do in your name. Forgive us. 
and may the breath of your spirit enliven us to accept your forgiveness and to testify to your love, your truth, and your being. Amen. When we pray, um, when I say breath of God, if you'd like to respond and say, breathe on them now. So for Lord, for those around us, Lord, we pray. For the lost and the lonely, may they know your comfort. Breath of God, breathe on them now. For the ill and the dying, for those known to us personally and within our fellowship, please offer God, please offer them to God in just silence, just offer their names to God in this moment. Breath of God, breathe on them now. For the bewildered and the confused, and for all of those suffering from mental illness. And again, if you know anyone, offer their names. Breath of God. Breathe on them now. For the tortured and the trafficked. Breath of God. Breathe on them now. For the abused and the neglected. Breath of God. Breathe on them now. For the grieving and the broken. For the victims and families of all of those in the Texas school shooting. For the Cuban air crash victims. And to anyone else personally known to us, Lord, offer their names now. Breath of God, breathe on them now. Lord, we pray that the pain will cease, that hearts will be warmed, that spirits will be lifted by your grace, that your grace will abound and love will prevail. In this world where there is much suffering, Lord, we give thanks for your love. Breath of God, breathe on them. Amen.
Um, in kids' church, we often encourage the children to shut their eyes. And I'm asking you to do that today because we're going to ask God to speak to us through pictures. And um, today I'm going to ask you in your mind, just first of all, just imagine, just imagine maybe your home. Maybe your Maybe you've got a favorite place in the home, a place where you're not thinking about work or cooking or perhaps that's your favorite thing. And now I'm going to ask you to move on from that to, in your mind's eye, to see a fire, probably the biggest, biggest bonfire you've ever seen, maybe a beach fire at the end of a day on the beach, lighting a fire. But imagine a burning fire and visualize the different colors in the flames. Look at the moving, dancing, and ever-changing shapes of the flames. 